Hello there, content creators. You're listening to the She's Got Content podcast, where it's all about creating content for your coaching business. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Brown, and I'm here every week to help you get your content out of your head, out of your heart, and out there into the world, where that information and your services can impact the most people. Get ready to take notes today and then take action, content creators. Let's dive in with today's episode because you've got content to get out there. Welcome back, content creators, to another episode of She's Got Content Podcast. Today, I have as a guest, Lisa Thurston. She is the queen of Overthinkers Anonymous for solopreneurs. Let's have a big, big welcome to Lisa Thurston. Hey, Lisa, how are you doing today? Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Well, I think we probably have an epidemic of overthinkers amongst solopreneurs. At least I am going to raise my hand and say (laughs) that's something that I have been guilty of trying to work on that. And overthinking leads to overwhelm. And I know that that's one of the big focuses that you have in your business. Tell us a little bit about what it is that you do, Lisa. Absolutely. I am certified as a human behavior consultant. I got certified in 2010 and I've worked with people all over the spectrum, helping them win all kinds of areas. But in 2019, I decided I wanted to shift to help businesses. I have just seen so many people, whether it be choosing a career or figuring out what kind of business to start, it's just so confusing. And they have so many false starts and so much overwhelm and frustration especially I would say since COVID, so the past couple of years, so many people have been trying to start home-based businesses on their own. And there is so much just overwhelm, frustration. They overthink everything. And I got to raise my hand on that as well, because it's just a real thing. There's just so many opportunities and thank goodness, there's just so many talented and brilliant people out there, but how do you focus and choose what kind of business to start? which then just leads to frustration and procrastination or just confusion when they try to put their message out there because it's, okay, I'm going to do this. Well, now I'm doing this too. And oh yeah, I have this other thing that I do. And it just confuses everyone and just stops the potential or hinders the potential of the entrepreneur and the people that they're trying to reach. And so I love maximizing potential and helping people find out what they're great at, how to bring their ideas together into something that's just they're excited about that helps a lot of people. It's just something that I love and I love helping people with. Awesome. So needed. Absolutely. There are so many people that have false starts or restarts or rebranding and there's a place for that. But if we can get started right from the get-go with something that is best meant for us, almost like customized. And like you said, like I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It's almost like this smorgasbord of ideas that some people feel like they've got to put everything in there in order to be successful. But I guess you're here to tell us that that's not necessarily true. Absolutely. Yes. There's just so many situations out there. And again, so much potential. And we all have our unique gifts. And I just had a client say, I just needed somebody else's brain. So when you can get that Mm -hmm. outside perspective, looking at your situation. It's not that you can't figure it out. It's just, you're too close to the situation. Tell us again, you're a human behavioral- Human behavior consultant. So Consultant. Right. Tell us about what is, for those who don't know, what is a human behavioral consultant? 
So with our various perception when you work with me is an assessment. And so what we do is not so much a list of hard questions. My clients actually love it because I say, hey, it's not difficult. You come in, I ask you multiple choice questions and I don't know is a completely perfect answer. I need you to be honest with me. I don't want you to fabricate something just to try to get through the test or actually that's what we do a lot as business owners. We try to get an answer out there without Mm. being clear on what it is. And so I ask you really simple questions like, hey, at the end of a long day, would you rather shut your door and read a book or do you need to go out with friends and just kind of get some of that energy out there? What does your perfect evening look like? And simple questions like that. And we just talk through it and it brings us closer and closer to what I call a profile. And then we go through that profile. The Q&A we have is about behaviors and your preferences, how you make decisions, how you're energized, things like that. And then this all comes together to something that we then verify and say, okay, does this sound like you? Yes or no. We adjust Mm -hmm. it until we find your perfect fit. And then we say, all right, well, let's look at these behaviors. You said this is true. And then these are the things you're considering for your business. Let's talk about how this fits together. So you say that you love being with people. If you have three decisions for your business, which one does that fit with? Or what takes away from it? Or how does this really energize you most? We just bring all these pieces together and talk through your business. And it doesn't mean necessarily you have to just choose one. I have a client I'm working with right now where she has three things that seem unrelated. But when we talked about it, the thread that came through all of them was freedom. These are three aspects of her life that she felt she needed to maximize in order to have the kind of freedom she wanted. And so she wants to help other people. And she just didn't see that thread before. And she didn't see who she was trying to help before. But once we brought all that together, we had a whole lot of aha moments. And we went from her feeling stuck and confused and unclear and actually creating businesses that were hindering her freedom to creating something that's just allows her to explore and dip her toes short-term into different things, meet the needs of the people that she wants. And just she's just so excited and passionate about it. Does that make sense? That makes sense total sense. It's like you connect the dots. You had this person who had the three different things that she wanted to do. And some business advisors might say, oh, you got to pick one. You can't do all three of them, but you really got to connect the dots for her to create something that I'm sure is going to take the world by storm. Awesome. And it's still very niche. It still meets one audience fulfilling one problem, but it doesn't tie her into any particular thing other than, all right, it actually is. This is what you wish you had had mm-hmm. to help you solve this problem. You're creating it to help others. And so she still has the framework that a typical business coach would say she needs to have. It's just done in a completely unique way that fits her. Right. It's all customized. It sounds like. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That is a beautiful thing. Well, when we're talking about customized. I know today we're talking about business advice, great business advice gone wrong. And when you think about hiring a coach or talking to somebody about business and you get advice, they're generally giving generic advice. True. 
general, and you have to, this isn't cutting anyone down, but if you're going to meet a wide audience and create a book, create a course, anything like that, it has to be somewhat general to meet the general need. Mm-hmm. But there becomes a point where you just get oversaturated information, your mm-hmm. mind just goes crazy with ideas, and then it just, it gunks up, it just gets stuck, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you get on this wheel that you just keep going around and around. Okay, I like this, but this, and then, but that, but that, and then you just can't land on anything. And so that's when you need me. That's when you need, as my one client said, right. somebody else's brain to just help you think clearly through it in a very objective way, not, oh, what about this idea? Did you try that idea? There's a lot of advice out there, but sometimes you just need someone to say, all right, this is who you are. This is how you're uniquely gifted. This is the potential I see. This is where you're passionate. I see your eyes light up when you talk about that. And you kind of get blase when you talk about that. And Mm -hmm. you need that extra input and someone to help you not just come up with ideas, but then take the proper next steps to creating, validating, and maybe seeing potential that you don't see or has been around the business world long enough that they know possibilities are out there or maybe what's emerging, things like that. Right. It sounds like you help people really think outside the box, looking at this human behavior and their personality, their values, all of those things kind of distilled into one. Right. So there is the general content that works for a lot of people, but I am there to help the people that it doesn't work for. Okay. Let's dive into that. Let's talk about some of this great business advice gone wrong and sort of how that may have come about and how you might be able to identify it for someone. So you've got some examples there? I do. So the first piece of business advice that is good, but sometimes it can go wrong and it actually went wrong for me. So the first one was find a pain point that you have found a solution to. And that's awesome. And actually my current business, I do do that. (laughs) But time that went wrong for me, I hate cooking. And I found a product that really helped me simplify cooking. And it was something that I could resell. And I was so excited about it. I'm like, all right, I just gotten that advice and you check those boxes, click, 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 good commission, right. good this, good that. I'm like, all right, I can totally do that. Put the business plan together. And then I realized I had to create content for it all the time, forever. <laughs> <laughs> On a topic that you don't like cooking. <laughs> so that meant I had to get in the kitchen, which I hate being in the kitchen and mm. get out ingredients which I hate getting out ingredients Mm -hmm. and cutting and sorting and filming and looking happy about doing this task that I absolutely hated. So this solution that I was solving less time in the kitchen was creating more time in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, when you're doing that, when you're creating content, people will see how you feel about it. You can't really fake your enthusiasm. And so when you're choosing a business, it's great if you have a pain point that you solved, you can really relate to your client, but think about that long-term creating content. You have to be in that headspace and be excited and passionate. You have to make it contagious or people aren't going to want it. Right. And so if you're feeling forced or frustrated or whatever, when you're trying to imagine, all right, 
for me in the kitchen, cutting things up. I just didn't even think about that aspect of it. So you can't build a business around something that is continuing to cause you pain if creating content about it is causing you pain. So yeah, if the solution turns into something that you love and you want to tell the world about it and show them and demonstrate it, et cetera, all the time, that's great. But if it's going to create a situation that's causing you dread, then yeah, you should probably move past that one onto another right, idea. Right. Keep moving. <laughs> Keep <Yes>. asking yourself, <laughs> what else could I possibly pick as a business idea? That's such a great point because if you are immersing yourself into the content creation of something that you found a solution for this pain point that you initially had, you found a solution for it, but then you have to go back to the pain point repeatedly just to get that content created and live in it to get that content created for selling your solution. Um, yeah, I don't think that would last too long with most people, but you're it right. That is me. great. It's great business advice for some people. It, yes. but it's not for everyone. One yeah, size does not fit it. all. Right. <laughs> One size does not fit all. Okay. All right. So are there other great advices that you have discovered were not yeah, so great for some people? This is an iffy one because there's good and bad to it. Again, you have to think through it. So the second one is just pick something you're good at and do it. Sure. It needs to be something that you're good at, but just pick something you're good at and do it. There's some issues there. One client, she's very administrative. And so she's like, all right, I think I'm going to be a VA, a virtual assistant. People can just, I can go in their business and they say, all right, this is what I need done. And I just do it. And that is great for a lot of people. When we started doing her assessment, we realized that she's a natural leader. So I was talking to her and I said, listen, you are the kind of person who is great at going into a business, identifying what's wrong and figuring out how to fix it. How are you going to do when you go into a business and say, hey, I'll do whatever you need to do. And you've identified these five things wrong and you know the solutions, but they just want you to do what they tell you to do. How is that going to sit with you? You can mm. see her face. She was just kind of, mm. <laughs> that would not go well because that part of her that knows how to fix things is going to be squashed. And she's just going to be frustrated every day working for that person, knowing I can fix this, 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 and this, but instead I'm just doing these mundane tasks that aren't using my gifts. That's so good because identifying that for a person before they get into that frustrated mode of, oh, I just don't, I don't want to do this because I know that this is wrong, but yeah. because you're taking orders from the business owner, you got to bite your tongue and just do right. it. And then oh. because this is someone who wants to work from home, that's going to spill out somewhere. That's going to spill out to your husband. That's going to spill out onto your kids. And that tension is going to bleed you're not the kind of person that can close the door on that and walk away. Right. That's, yeah. And this is what you're looking for in a home business is something that you can thrive in so that then you can close the door and be there with your family. So with a situation like that, where you identify that the person is more of a natural born leader and has these skills in, let's say, Dubsado, would a better idea be for her to go into something that's more consulting or 
going into somebody's Dubsado, the way it's set up and identifying where they have their problems. So she's more of a consultant than a VA. We've identified she needs to be seen as an expert. So she has the authority to go in and say, she's not invited in to just do their task. She's invited in to identify problems, be the expert, and then come up with solutions. And so that is what we came up with her is to become a Dubsado expert. And we're actually still in the process because still she needs to niche down and everything. So Mm -hmm. she didn't have that skill set to begin with, but we just looked at different options for her and then did a little research to narrow it down. And so that is what she's chosen is Dubsado. She's going to be niche down even more. But yes, she's a natural leader, but she needs that authority so that people recognize her as that mm-hmm. and a place to target it. So that's what she's doing is she is partnering with a Dubsado expert, learning the area of expertise, learning the system so that she can come in and say, I'm going to focus on workloads or I'm going to focus on what do coaches need or what do service, you know, that part is still being worked out. But absolutely, she's going in, right. figuring it out so that she can have that authority and work in her gift in a way that she can then close the door on it and then be with her family without constantly thinking or being frustrated about what's Mm. going on. Yeah, that's beautiful. To be able to identify that and actually channel your gifts into something that's not going to frustrate you. And when you say she's niching down, so for instance, it would be like she could become a Dubsado expert for home stagers and then identify people who already have Dubsado set up and say, oh, I think you need to, or maybe want to change this, or even a new home stager, she could set it up right from the get-go and say, this is the way you need to do it, teach people to do it, and then be on to the next person. She's not the one who continues to do it on a day-to-day basis. Or even one thing she's considering is once she goes in and learns it, she can create an agency so she can hire and manage so she can get that recurring income. So she doesn't always have to chase clients, but yet she's actually a teacher right now. And that's what she's trying to get out of. So it's very Mm -hmm. natural for her to become a teacher, equip people, put it out there so they can do it. And she can just get a percentage of the recurring income. Mm. identifying her as having those leadership qualities would really lend her to a lot of things like an agency. Yes. Having that as her business. So, well, are there other examples of great business advice gone wrong? Yes. I have one last one for you. So again, this is good advice, but it doesn't always work well. So just target the past version of yourself. I have a client who Again, she has an area that she's passionate about, but it's because of a lot of things that she's been through. And so people are telling her, listen, your target audience is the past version of yourself, just one or two steps behind where you currently are, which is awesome for a lot of businesses. It makes you very relatable, very passionate. People will follow that. But for her, she's coming out of a traumatic event and she's like, I can't handle that. I do not even want to talk to the person who is the past version of myself. It's very triggering for her at this Mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. And so as we worked through that, we did the assessment and we realized that her superpower, so to speak, is to inspire and motivate people. And so we went through the whole thing and we realized, okay, she doesn't want to talk to the past version of herself. 
because they can be very depressing and they just want to vent a lot. They want someone to hear them because they're in a situation where people don't typically understand or relate. And so when they find someone who can get it, they just want to get it all out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so she's like, I can't handle that. I'm like, all right, well, let's tweak your message so that it's targeting this particular audience and say, who are ready to move forward and take the steps to become the best version of themselves to maximize their potential and things like that. And that is a qualifier. And she can just speak to that desire to move forward rather than to the person in the middle of the pain. That is such a great example of what my mentor, Marisa Corcoran, calls calling in the tiggers. Okay. Okay. (laughs) If you are focusing on pain points or where someone is and they're wallowing in, I mean, I'm not saying that as a derogatory, but somebody who's not ready to take action to move themselves forward, like a tigger, you know how they're always bouncing around, they're taking action, they're doing, but if they're an Eeyore, an Eeyore is very much into their negative stuff. You know what I mean? If you're calling in that former part of yourself or that former version of yourself who may have been an Eeyore (laughs) and, and you're not calling in the tiggers, but you want to work with the tiggers, then uh, yeah, that would not be the best advice for a person who wants to really work with somebody who's past the point of being in the problem and they want to be in the solution. So, right. And to be fair, the person who is ready to move forward is a past version of herself or a past and current version. It's just really taking a sliver. It's not what she went to mentally or emotionally. So it was just redirecting that. But again, she recognized right away, that is not what I want to create content for. That is not who I want to talk to. That's not who I can engage with right now. She Mm -hmm. just needed to know how to redirect it and to, oh, it's okay to call out that little sliver that was for her felt like 10 minutes ago, or maybe something that she's constantly trying to chase. She has the ability now to create that environment for herself and for others to move forward and have that community that she didn't have before. Such an important thing, because then the more people that she can pull in, magnetize into her world and help at that point where they're ready to move forward, that will actually show those, I'll call them the Eeyores, but the people who are really in the problem and not looking at the solution, they can see, wow, there really is a way out of this because of all the people that she's helping at that point. I love that. Knowing that, okay, when I'm ready, there is a place for me. Yes. Okay. So yes, this just really hits home about great business advice is not for everyone. You've got three great examples here of where it was great business advice, but it was the wrong person or maybe the wrong time or the wrong sliver of the person. And that really is an important point because a lot of times we think, all right, they're telling me I've got to do it this way. Just think about an earlier version of myself. But then if that's a traumatic past version, you don't want to be sitting in that all the time and rehashing with your clients and going back through that yourself if it's still a trigger for you. Right. So I love that. 
I never really thought about a human behavioral consultant being like the person to go to for this overthinking, this overwhelm, this spinning of the wheels when one is niche, niche, how does one say that? Niching down. (laughs) I say it different every time, but niching down. You really just pointed out how important that is that solopreneurs really understand themselves in order to be able to be successful and not frustrated, overwhelmed, and just overthinking. It saves so much time and energy and honestly, emotional expense if you can just work through that as early as possible. I think we all go through certain phases of business, just like a a baby becoming a toddler. That's Mm -hmm. a business growth as well. And so there's, it's an important part of the process, but yeah, when you know something, you know, in your gut, I got something here, but I can't clarify it. That's Mm -hmm. when you need someone like me who can just come in and very logically just help you through the process, maybe see things from a different perspective bring pieces together that you didn't know could be brought together. Connect the dots. Yes. Yeah. And I know you've got a gift for our listeners today. Can you tell us about that? Because I think that's going to help with what you just said about this, helping to find your place and niche down. Tell us about it. Yeah. So I would love to give for free to your audience, a workbook I've created called Nail Your Niche. And so it is something that you can work through on your own to help you identify your skills and talents. It actually has a skill audit in there with this neat little thing that helps you narrow it down so you can focus on just a few of them. And then from there, it can help you validate your ideas and create a marketing plan. It is a great start for your listeners if they are like, all right, I have a few ideas or even no ideas, and I definitely want to start a business. It can certainly help move them a lot faster through that process. That sounds wonderful. And for those who are listening and they're of the overthinking anonymous fan club, and maybe they've got a business, but something's just not right. Like you said before, something's not right, but they can't put their finger on it. Would this be something that might help them to go through that skill assessment and some of these questions to try and figure out what that might be? Honestly, anytime you can put something down on paper, it really helps you think a little bit more clearly through it. Again, the audit plus the validating is so huge. It's something that's so easy and very tempting to skip over. It's fun to ideate. It's fun to come up with all the ideas, but validating that offer, that's where the rubber meets the road, where it's like, all right, I think it's a great idea. Sure, it sounds fun. There are a lot of possibilities, but is it what people are really looking for? Are they really ready to invest in it? Those are the types of things that not as fun, but so important. And this helps you walk through some of that. I'll make sure that the link for that is in the show notes. Lisa, what is the name of your website? Where are you on the web? Just lisathurston.biz. Okay. And it's T-H-U-R-S-T-O-N, right? Okay. And where do you hang out on social media? Where can people connect or find you on social? On Instagram, you can find me at Coaching with Lisa T. Well, this has been such a great talk. I've learned so much. And I think that our audience is going to really, really get value out of this. And everybody get over there and get your free copy of the Nail Your Niche workbook. Yes. All right. 
thank you so much, Lisa, for being here today. And thank you, Melissa. All right. And thank you, audience. Thank you, all the listeners, for tuning in for another episode of She's Got Content. We'll be back next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the She's Got Content podcast. I hope you got at least one nugget to take action on this week. If you got value from today's episode, I would be so grateful when you leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It only takes a second, and it really helps me get my message out to impact even more people so they can, in turn, keep the ripple going. If you're listening on Apple Podcast and leave a review of the show, it would really make my day, and you just might receive a shout-out on the show as my content creator of the week when I read out your review. And last but never least, if you want an endless supply of just-right ideas for content you can write about for your blog post, your emails, your videos, podcast episodes, all the content things, then you want to head over to my website, at she'sgotcontent.com forward slash content and pick up your free workbook, Never Run Out of Content Ideas. Look for that link in the show notes today, along with the other links mentioned in today's episode. Until next time, content creators, you've got an audience waiting to hear from you and you've got content to share with them. Stop being the best kept secret and make a bigger impact when you've got content out there in the world. (laughs) 